This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. I hope everyone had a wonderful Cinco de Blando today. What's Cinco de Blando, you ask? Oh, it's just a simple holiday I celebrate every year, where I tell five people in my life that I don't want to hang out with them anymore. What's that, you say? There's gonna be five people on the livecast tonight. How deliciously convenient. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Welcome! Uh, welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. It's Rob. And I think that audio just cut off a little too hard. But we're here. Right. We're on the livecast. It's a new setup. It's a new day. Yes, it is. And uh, we're doing it a little differently for our uh, uh, video users, people who watch the livecast. Uh, we're using a different system. And uh, also, really, for the audio listeners, it's probably going to sound a smidge better as we've proed up our setup. And uh, of course, you can watch the archives of all of our video streams that we've been doing ever since we've fallen into quarantine by uh, joining our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. It is only $5 a month to access all of the video episodes and all of our bonus episodes. We do one bonus episode a month. This month is a really, really fun episode. It is our... A music draft where each one of us drafts an all-star supergroup, uh, and it turned out really, really cool. And everyone who's on the Patreon seems to have enjoyed it, and you could enjoy it. Uh, we posted a teaser of it on our social media that you can check it out. The and Discord was uh, really buzzing uh, with uh, reactions to our draft. By the way, I just want to say, yeah, it was really fun, and they were uh, contributing their own picks to the draft. And you can contribute yours. So patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And we are, of course, live every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can be a part of the show by giving us a ring-a-ding-ding. -ding. The number to dial is 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. The phone lines are open. And uh, how is everyone doing? And uh, how is everyone uh, enjoying their week so far? I am fantastic. Couldn't be happier. I made a nice, beautiful steak last night. Gorgeous. A big, fat steak with some pasta. What kind of and pasta? Shells, of course. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Us? Sid, you know, you and me, we're the shell aficionados. Come on. <laughs> Is that true? We've spoken about this on the air, remember? I said one day I had like shell pasta and you were like, oh, shell is the only way to go. It gotta be shells. You don't remember this? I mean, for mac and cheese, yes. Oh, really? I thought that applied to every type of uh, pasta. No, I think it's my preference for mac and cheese, but I like, I could do a penne. I like a fusilli. No, well, this was- uh, What about elbows? That's a little like basic. Elbows. That's a little it's basic. A basic it's elbow. Also, it's functionally not sound like it's hard. You can't. It's hard to stab them and it's hard to scoop them up. So just do rigatoni at that point or penne. I agree. For the small ones, penne is the best. But shells, I had shells with the Alfredo and bacon sauce. Nice. And a Very nice, nice juicy, nice beautiful juicy ribeye steak. Amazing. What about everyone else? What have you been eating? I've had Everything. Chinese food. I've had Chinese food twice in the last 24 hours after I'm not so having jealous. it for months. Oh. Well, did, did something like recently open up? That A couple was... of places just reopened like in the past couple days. Dude, I was so 
I was almost orgasmic because my favorite place, I thought I lost them to, I thought they got coroned for, for good. They were gone until like two or three days ago. And I was just walking by. It's like two blocks from my house. And there they were, like wide open. I was like, oh my God, uh, Peking. Uh, well, I don't, should I say it on the air? Because then I won't Why not? Where exactly where I live. It's, it's interesting, though, that all these Chinese places reopened in the last few days. I wonder, like Rob, I was talking to Rob about it, and he said it might be like a supply chain issue. Where, Yeah, like, I looked into it, and that's what, uh, they, that, that's like, what like some might have just closed down because of you know racism and bullshit like that oh, yeah. but i read that because because it hit china all the factories in china uh shut down and there are specific supplies that you can only or ingredients that you can only uh. get from china so they couldn't get them so they couldn't make the food so that's why they shut it down so i'm assuming now that china has it under control because you know they have a sensible government that actually works together with the local governments and actually got well, I don't know about work action. together. I think yeah, I'm sure they have that in China. They have a central government that calls the shots and then everybody says, yes, look, sir. Look, I'm not saying it's the best government. I'm just saying they've been handling it allegedly. I guess You're saying there's be benefits to a dictatorship. That's exactly what he's saying. Well, we're, we're not really seeing these benefits. So I, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, I think the I think the 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 thing about it is like the fact that they're a dictatorship is not really why that they're succeeding in in recovering from the virus. I mean, they are a dictatorship; they should be criticized for that. But it's just showing that even if you have a dictatorship, you can do elements of a government functionally and not kill people. Right. Exactly. So we could be doing those too, but it's not a factor of what kind of government we have. It's that everything in this country is geared to make money and not actually protect or help people. What a great way to start the show. Whoa, Whoa Rob, uh, you're moving. What the hell? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Is that like a Zoom thing or did you make this? Rob is on an emotional roller coaster. Uh, is, I'm getting uh, nauseous. Uh, I'm going to hurl. <laughs> Dude, I can't watch this. Okay, I'll change it. Thank you want to really freak people out? Put yourself going through like an MRI machine. Can you do that? Oh. <laughs> He'll actually be doing that soon enough. Well, well, I do want to mention, you know, we talked, we joked, we laughed, we cried about the protests uh, that happened last week. And there were more protests this week all over. Well, in Michigan, it was ridiculous. They were like storming the state capitol. And it was weird to see all these white people getting to into the face of these police officers and like nobody's doing anything uh in fact well what do you expect them to do white people have like free reign to go in front of the cops and like there's people that shoot up burger kings and then they, they gave the guy a soda and like let him sit in the room and relax and like you sure you're okay you know come on you know what country well let me in. let me uh let me play this clip now that we have this wonderful uh, screen share technology. This is very exciting. Uh, the screen share 5000. Here we go. I love this this woman right here. Do you see this woman? Yes. Yeah. She she is gonna be get she's like right up in these guys' faces. 
and like like it's nothing. Like it's like. Why aren't the cops wearing masks though? Yeah, right. This like, is what, that's what I was. There's one guy in the back wearing a mask, and that's it. And clearly, he got it on himself because it must not be a mandated thing. <laughs> Be peaceful. Look at this. Look at this fashionista <laughs> with the John Lennon glasses and the Trump mask. I like that he agrees that yeah, we should be having masks, but but let's not actually cover our. Are you sure it says Trump? It, it, it might say something else that ends with UMP. It says, it says Donk. Well, he's a big fan of the Nutty Professor. Clump. <laughs> well, and then in Lansing, uh, if then we got. How did they come up with this number of the six sheriff? Feet? Idiot! And look at why? Why do we need these guns? Because what these... else is he gonna? He bought this fancy-looking gun. He wants to show it off. He's not gonna use it. He just wants to look cool. He's gonna shoot the virus. It comes near. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you hear you, the you played predator? You played a little bit of that uh sound. He says, Where did they get this number of six feet anyway? Yeah, let's play right now. How did they come up with this number of six feet? I think they just pulled it out of their rear end. Did you hear what somebody screamed in the crowd? What do they say? Number of the devil. Ah! I'm oh, pretty six. sure I heard that. Why ain't it 666 feet? <laughs> Number of the beast. <laughs> yeah. No, I, well, the, I mean, <laughs> the doctor said six feet is how far you can be before. Oh my God. Is that like another conspiracy theory that like the distance they have a set is like Satan's number? Probably. Oh. So, well, to that one person, it certainly is. Yeah. Well, let's play a little more. Maybe it's five. Maybe it's three and a half. Maybe it's eight. I don't know. But why six? <laughs> maybe maybe I can sneeze right in your face and it won't do nothing. Now here's what I love about this. You it's not it's not like he went and actually did research on how they determined it was six. All he had to do is Google it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't do that at all. He just decided he wow they they're just making up. These devil numbers. Anyway, all of this is to say that Axl Rose chimed in. Oh. Obviously, metal injection to tie it back in. And, uh, and he asks a, a good question. If the sheriffs can choose not to enforce beach closures, can the hospitals choose not to admit any possible COVID-19 suspected beachgoers? Just asking. It's a good well, question. The question, uh, how would they know that that's who that is? Yeah, that's one. All the person would have to say is, no, I didn't go to the beach. And also, do we want to really, like, punish people with death because they did something stupid? Like, you know. I mean, isn't that Darwinism, pretty much? I mean, I don't know. Darwinism coming from nature is different from, like, actually murdering people because they do dumb things. It's a murder of omission, which I think is okay. <laughs> I think that's fine. You're also sending them home with COVID to live with people that may have done nothing wrong, too. What if they admit them, 
but don't actually treat them. So they just, just keep them in the room there. to die. Well, most people yeah, like tell, tell, tell them like, yeah, we'll put you on the ventilator and then just, but it's like a Fisher price in the U-Haul truck. I just I, know that I, I know that I like when I was, you know, 16 to 20, I probably did a lot of really stupid fucking things. And I'm trying to imagine if like this happened in 1991 or something, I might've been that fucking idiot that was just like, oh, fuck this. I'm not going to, I'm invincible. Like I'm going to go out and not die. So what if we put an age limit on it? If you're under 30, we'll treat you anyway, but any older than 30 and you're on your own. Uh, okay. But that, that doesn't I don't, make... I'm not even saying you're wrong, Sid. Like, I just don't know what the answer is. Yeah. Like, I don't know the solution. I think... I, I, look, as, as fun as it would be, you know, and as, like, righteous as it would be to... Uh, and radical as it would be <laughs> not to uh, uh, treat these people. As cowabunga as it would be. As eat my shorts as it would be. <laughs> the, the thing about it is that like by not treating them, we're putting people who are following the rules at risk. So it doesn't right. work out. Like, Did you hear what I just said, Robert? Them. We put them in a separate room in the hospital. They're quarantined until they die. Well, what else question. is a risk? The hospitals are already burst kept the, anyway. Kept on the DL. I have a question. Uh, based off the things that we know about Axl Rose, don't you think that that tweet was just so that he can make sure he has an oxygen machine? <laughs> oh, he's already got plenty. He's been hoarding them. That's why they're well, so hard to come by. Right. He might be worried they're going to start looking for him if the demand <laughs> is too high. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, he did uh, call his album Chinese Democracy, right? So uh, maybe he's where the fucking virus started. It is pretty great. It's been a month now and people are, are going batshit. There's beaches that are reopening. Missouri has like said that like this, the governor of Missouri has said that you can have concerts now uh, as long as you enforce social distancing, which is like, how, what? Like there's going to be security telling people to like move? Like what? Thankfully, though, the, the cities in Missouri are smarter than the governor, and they're still not allowing uh, uh, shows to happen. But even beaches have reopened. And honestly, I am not, this isn't like a hard no for me, like reopening beaches. Like, I can see how, if it's not completely crowded, it could be within the realm of safety to go to but how would it not be completely crowded if everybody's like oh the beach is open that's one of the few places open yeah did you see the parks this weekend they were full really even with with those photos of the parks full like in some of the some of the photos it's outrageous everyone's on top of each other but in some of them like in the there were some photos of central park people look like they were 10 feet apart is that bad well well i'm not saying either Clusters of people were 10 feet apart, but it doesn't mean that you're not, like, encouraged to, like, meet up with your friend and sit together after. Right, that's fucked up. I have definitely, yeah, like, that I'm assuming is happening is people meet up with their friends and they're hanging out together, and that's messed up. I just think people are going to hang out. (laughs) People are going to break this no matter what, so I don't think the government should be endorsing any, like, easier methods for them to break it. It's just going to encourage unnecessary violence. Uh, by trying to enforce it, as we've seen yeah. in the non-white New York City neighborhoods. And the white neighborhoods, they're just allowed to do it. And the non-white ones, they get attacked. But so in Florida, the beaches were open, and uh, it led to this incredible... 
know what that was. Uh, incredible. You know exactly what that yeah, was. Yeah, we know what that was. <laughs> the gerbil moved to the left a little bit. <laughs> how, how dare you? Well, not everybody's happy with the decisions over in South Walton County to open the beaches. Today, a Walton County resident has dressed up as the Grim Reaper to protest the reopening of the beaches for tourists. Faith Graham joins us live from Miramar Beach to give us a closer look. Faith? So how is Stern's wife? <laughs> Good morning, Chris. One. I'm at Miramar Beach Access 49 here in Walton County, and today is a pretty big day. The beaches are fully reopened for the Could first time in more than a month. Second? And while some residents are happy... So this... Could we just point out the fact that this beach is crowded? Because look right over her fucking shoulder. There's a whole other news crew. Like 50% of the people at this beach are just people filming news spots. Can That's, I also... That so that I, yeah, like exactly. Like, there's not really that many people on this beach. Can I also point something else out? That none of the news people are wearing masks? Yeah. What's up that, with that? Oh, camera woman. Darren's right. I, I agree. Yeah. I think that's just an appearances thing. No, nobody on the news wears a mask. You know, I yeah, was... but they're doing most of their reporting from inside on their couch, though. Like the people that are outside on the news, I don't really monitor the New York shitty local news that much. But when I flipped past it, they're all wearing masks when they're outside, like when they're in Washington Heights doing a story or something. Maybe in Florida, like, they just never had that requirement. He's like, Joe Slobotnik and Sir Channel 2 News, you know, with the fucking whole mask on. Yeah. Well, have you seen people walking on the street with, like, their nose hanging out of the mask or, like, the mask, like, pulled all the way down? Yeah, what's the fucking point? What's yeah. the point? So yeah. I, f I feel like it's, like, the news's responsibility to, like, teach people how to adequately put on the mask. I haven't seen any of that. And, like, for this reporter to be out there reporting news without one like what kind of message are you sending yeah faith certainly ain't doing it so got yeah. guns out faith well, well let's let's get through this clip a little okay. some are not we're, and we one of those people is walton county resident out. and florida <laughs> i don't know where you're talking about <laughs> she's Whoa. talking too fast those people is walton county resident and florida lawyer daniel olfelder today Here he's going to be protesting the beaches being open all while dressed as the Grim Reaper. And I'm actually joined by him now. I'm going to step out of the frame and hand him the mic so he can explain why he's here and why he is dressed the way Don't that he hand is. Hand him the mic. Daniel? You might touch him. Oh, he touched your hand. Thank you. Ah! Yeah, I'm here today. <laughs> it's he's wearing a glove. What the fuck? Hey, rewind that. Hi, rewind that. Rewind that. I want to see the contact again. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm here today to try to make a point that we need to, I think it's Stop premature it. pause, that we pause, open our pause. beaches. Pause. This voice, I love it. What? This is an attorney. This, this guy went such, to law school. This is such a lost opportunity with this Daniel Ulfelder. They should have made it just say death. How does that? <laughs> how does that not just say death, Reaper of Souls? Because he's doing this as free advertising for his law firm. He definitely wants his name on there. So just tell him, okay, Dan, you got it. And then put fucking death, Reaper of Souls underneath. And also, could we just establish the fact that she did the whole, I'm going to hand him the mic and step out of frame thing because she was like, I am not going to be a fucking meme for this guy. I'm not going to be <laughs> any, but then it fails anyway. If we keep yeah, watching, because... it fails anyway. But that's clearly what her intent is. I don't want to be She's... in any of the Oh, well, man, maybe it is a social distancing thing too. It's premature. I realize we should probably like somewhat describe what's happening because the majority of our audience is listening on audio. True. Oh, you're right, Darren. 
Uh, I, well, there's I, a guy dressed in a complete Grim Reaper outfit <laughs> with the, the softest voice <laughs> that doesn't at all sound intimidating. So, so with that said, because well, he's and a like, lawyer, he's not a, a, a full time Grim Reaper, and you can't see his face. I think that's yeah. also important to note. Right. I also I question the logic of this because, like, he's the, of the character because he's he's uh, he's protesting the beaches being open, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Shouldn't Death be happy that the beaches are opening? Like, he's got more. He gets work. More, yeah, you're, th- you're thinking too far. This is too far. <laughs> exactly, Rob. Too exactly. Far. I'm thinking too way farther than he did with like this weak one-dimensional character. <laughs> Get to it together, Dan. To make a point that we need to. I think it's premature that we open our beaches. Uh, I'm a huge proponent of public beaches, and I've been <laughs> fighting for that for years. But I think that uh, the, the danger of bringing all the people here to our area and spreading the virus and I think it's going to prolong the recovery we have and I think that we should uh, take better measures and it's drawing people from all over the world to our beautiful beaches. This is death. say how beautiful they are. Death well, here uh, reminding you that there's too much death if we open these <laughs> On the topic of, of masks, I do want to show this video. So this girl's coming in with her mask on. Y'all need to see this. Hey, hey look at this ghetto ass mask. This is not me. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. I need 10 on pump one, please. Ah, where'd you get that mask from? Well, since we have to wear them and it makes it harder to breathe, it just makes it a lot easier to breathe. She's got a big hole in the mask. Oh my god. Oh my god. She has a hole where her nose and her mouth are. The two things that the whole reason why you need to wear a mask to cover your nose and mouth. It's exactly what I was saying before, like the people who wear the mask oh, correctly. Oh my god. Unbelievable. Well, Unbelievable. she is wearing it correctly. She just cut out the fucking... Yes. Which makes right. it incorrect. Yes. Well, but she put it on. Six of one, <laughs> half dozen of the other. <laughs> we got a, we got a call. 213-WIDE-NUT is the number. Uh, hello. Area code 646. You're on the Metal Injection Livecast. Hello? Yes. Who is this? Hi, it's uh, Eric from Brooklyn. Oh, what's up, Eric? Oh, Eric! Our, our sit-in guest. Do you hear us, Eric? Uh-oh. Yeah, no, no, okay. Okay, okay, what's up, Eric? How, How are, are you, you doing? Can he hear all of us? Or Did we not? ask you a, a, like, scientific question last week or something that we asked you to, like, leave a voicemail or something about? Nothing specific. Oh, okay. But I guess since I'm on the line, if you have a question for me, I guess I'll answer it. Is yeah, it okay so... to wear a mask with the middle part cut out? <laughs> no. God damn it. Okay, next question. Where do you stand on uh, news anchors not wearing PPE as they're outside doing reports in the field? Uh, depends on the news anchor, I guess. <laughs> oh, if they're ugly enough, they should have their face covered? You mean? Or if it's like a Geraldo Rivera, do we really care if he gets coronavirus? It's true. It's true. <laughs> well, in a way, yes, because of that massive mustache could collect COVID particles and spread it to way more people. <laughs> so that'd be dangerous. But not for him, I agree. I don't give a shit. So how, how has it been for you? Have you gotten your PPE equipment? W- what are your tips for New Yorkers to get masks? Um, well, so I've gotten it because my boss at my job has ordered them from overseas, so I've been lucky. Mm. 
but it's a, a real struggle to how they're <gasps> going about doing this. I really don't know. Did you Are they giving out free ones now? You get the good masks? Sorry, what? Yeah, free ones got, now? Uh, they're not N95, they're KN95, uh, which is what the Koreans use. No. Wait, are those good or bad? Does it make a difference? Uh, I've tried both on. It, the KN95 doesn't feel as secure as, I don't know. But. Hmm. Well, the Koreans are beating it, so. And they're actually handling it well, so I'm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we get a vaccine, uh, you're going to slip us a little, a little VIP uh, advance of the vaccine? Well, well Hasn't he done enough for us, Rob? I mean, he's not Bill Gates. Eh? He just, he's a pharmacist. Well, maybe he needs to work on that, huh? Maybe if he worked a little harder, he would be Bill Gates, huh? <laughs> oh, Bill Gates pulled it's himself like up by his bootstraps? Now. Yeah. <laughs> Self-made millionaire? Billionaire? I don't know. We're having the conversation with ourselves here, Eric. So uh, we got another we got another call, but uh, do you have any other uh, questions or comments before we let you go? I think we lost them. Like forever, do you think? Or just no, temporarily? We need another $500 sit-in. You got to no, survive. <laughs> so take care of yourself. Area code 203 here on the live cast. This is Colin. Yes, it is. Colin, Colin, Colin long in. time. How are you? I know I haven't. I'm doing good, but this thing is ridiculous. I mean, what thing? Our president is just. You know, but Colin, you could practice your guitar more, don't you see? You but it's probably killing his dog walking business. Who Trump? Well, Trump has a dog walking <laughs> business. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I'm only doing a few dogs because sometimes I have to go into people's houses. People say dogs aren't supposed to shit on lawns. Ridiculous. <laughs> sad. Sad that they think that. All the best dogs shit on lawns. <laughs> well, that hey, they have to shit somewhere. At least it's not in the house. Uh, All right. So what's up, Colin? Do you have a question, comment, or criticism? Uh, criticism about everything that's been going wrong about this, you know, like how the, you know, like president, like, like he's done the, def the defense protection act for meatpacking plants. What? Yeah, I, I would say like, he wants I mean, burgers. I would feel very weird uh, eating like Tyson meat now because, uh, because he's like forcing those plants open without those people. I don't know, getting the fucking help that they need. And also because like, Yeah, and also because like Mike Tyson used to eat people's ears, so you don't know if there's an ear in your meat. When you do that. <laughs> um, boy, um, boy. Now let me ask you, Colin, uh, let's say in August, Trump opens up the country and there starts to be concerts again. Are you going to go? If there's what? Concerts. I No. Because well, when will you feel comfortable going to concerts? When it's freaking safe. When someone when is it going to be safe? Good brains to know what the hell they're doing. So you're saying if well, Trump opens the country, you're not going to trust Trump's uh, judgment? Or let's be fair, it's not going to be unilaterally Trump. Like there will be 
some well, it has to be the local governments too. Right. So, but you won't trust whatever authority says that it's safe to go to a concert. Well, I mean, I trust my governor, but I don't trust the White House. What's his well, name? Well, if your governor says uh, it's safe, would you go? If there's no vaccine yet. No. Oh, that's still big no. Big, so that's it for you. You need the vaccine first, then you feel comfortable. But I mean, really, have you heard of Lamb of God? Concerts were never safe. Okay, come on. There's always a risk. All right. All right. Well, Colin, thank you for hey, your call. You're really pushing it now. Stop. <laughs> And I'm glad thank you. you are all safe. And uh... thank you. Thank you. Very thank nice. You, Colin. Colin, are you watching the stream live now, or are you listening? I've watched it, and I've also um, uh, listened to you guys um, still when I'm doing my business, but also when you're doing your business. Your business. Oh, hello. Like hello. when you're relaxing. Oh, please. <laughs> Oh, it's 7 p.m. I want you to hear how insane. Oh, yeah. Okay. How insane it is in my neighborhood. I'm ready for this. Do you hear it? Everyone's so into this now. Yeah. My neighbor is literally out with a pot and like something to hit it. Do you know when people so... say it's the least I can do? <laughs> that's this. No, the least you can do is not even that. No, yeah, we're that's doing what, the that's least what I you do. can do. Yeah. Podcasting but, during. Like, is that, um, is that yeah. like someone in your hallway or is that outside the, like in the outside, street? Outside. Ne my next door neighbor left his house. He is now outside on the street doing Is this like the crazy guy? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. In, his, in, in his like front yard area. No, not the crazy guy. <laughs> Stick uh, your but, head on, say shut the fuck up. <laughs> Be that guy, come on. Sid, is the, uh, the guy, oh, go ahead. Oh. Is the guy who writes the poetry doing the pots and pan banging? Not that I've heard, but I couldn't really tell. I mean, there's just like general, like uh, he's had Harvest Moon by Neil Young on a loop for like 24 hours. It's the worst Neil Young song. And Why? I've heard it the whole time. I don't Why know. that song? Is I that, don't know. Is that some COVID like related meaning to that song or something? Like it, he's playing it for a reason. Hopefully it means he's got COVID. Not Neil Young, my downstairs neighbor. But uh, Neil Young is in the wrist group. through the walls. Neil Young's in the risk group. He's like an altajaja. He's like 97 years old. Seriously. It's he, so weird that he's still alive. He looked like he had some COVID in like 1983. Right? Yes. Yes. Well, speaking of crazies, uh, one of the live cast's favorite crazies had a take on what's going on. So let me just get this popping again. I'm loving the share screen technology. We see him. Here oh, he is. oh okay. boy. Okay, people. Oh, dear. <laughs> he looks like a pug. Here we go. It's happening again. I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'll, I'm just going to be honest. With my superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this. Your superpowers being honest? Says who? I just don't, I don't like to use my superpower. It's like showing off. I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. See, my superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. I will. <laughs> Combat model, optimum self-sufficiency, probably the leader. The point is, is have you thought about that yet? Because I'm somebody that thought I could fix this, and I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. <laughs> you think I like 
sizing up my neighbor, how I'm going to haul him up by chain and chop his ass up. I'll Can do it. you living next to Alex Jones. My children are exactly. Like, shouldn't they like, sue him for a restraining order at the very yeah. least? Right? You would say it's just a performance, people. <laughs> we should ask our next guest. Yeah. I actually have 17 White Castle Crave cases in my closet. They're all ready to eat. I just really want to eat my neighbor. He looks very <laughs> succulent and juicy. Well, let's bring out our guest and let's see if he eats ass. Uh, we have a very special guest. Hey. hey! Comedian, musician, man about town, Dave Hill. Rock contour. Hello. Hi, Dave. How are you, Dave? Oh, I'm, I'm really great. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Dave, right. you're so worldly that there's a literal map of the world behind you. I know. It's amazing. Feels How good. I, I, I didn't realize these headphones would make me look like uh, not as cool as I really look in real life. You look like a professional broadcaster. Off, it's like a ham radio aficionado vibe. Yeah. It is. It's, but it's like, it's really compromising. I just got out of shot anyway. <laughs> well, you know, this is how. Uh, Rob, close your window. We can hear closed. the pots and pans. This is with my windows closed. Damn. Oh, this window's oh. open. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, David. This is a very unprofessional setup we have. For some reason, I had it in my head that you guys would all be in in this the normal setup, but somehow I was the only one. Uh, undergoing a pandemic <laughs> does it feel that yeah, we, way does it feel like we, it's just you no no i mean it feels like a global thing i'm picking <laughs> up on that but some even somehow even though consciously uh i realized that you guys would not all be in the same room i still was preparing myself for it to open up and and it would just be all you guys sitting around the table as usual <laughs> that's not no. what's happening no it's not gonna happen for a while not. we talked about a plan where we'd all get the disease intentionally and cough on each other uh and so that we'd be through it and we just have the antibodies and then we could do the show together but we nixed it we tried we decided not but no, i thought they're saying that if you get it you don't you just get it again like you don't there's no conclusive uh, word one way or the other because there's apparently all these different strains now. So, so like, you don't know if, if you have an immunity to it or if you could get it again. That's why they're What's just the, saying, just pretend you can get it again. Just act as if you can't get it again. What's, like, the cool strain? Is there a cool <laughs> strain? In the New York strain, obviously. Yeah. Is the coolest one. Because there's the most sub strains in new york because we're the ones i mean it kind of sold out coronavirus sold out in new york it got a little yes, too that. popular wouldn't that make yeah, it the least yeah. cool and because it's so everyone's doing it well because it's new york now there's all these different types of coronavirus i like oh that's how you do coronavirus to Staten island well up here in the bronx yeah, yeah you don't want the Staten island coronavirus no i have to say that would be the last one i would choose I, and and Rob, I have to say, your background. Are are we on the live beaming? We are live. Right? Yes, you are live. Yes. Okay, yes. God, I should have. I really would have rethought these headphones. <laughs> Do you want to go get other late. ones? Yeah, no, no. I just gotta roll. I mean, it's not like it's gonna get that much better, you know. I really should get. 
It would just be nice, you know. I know people count on my my luscious locks and stuff. Listen, so, we can we can fill two minutes if you want to go rummage around and look for some headphones. No, no, because then it would just be showing what a vain asshole I really am, and I need to pretend that I'm not. Okay. But um, I have to say, Rob, your background of uh, the sunflower seeds <laughs> yes. is amazing. Thank you. And uh, and Noah, like your uh, depression era. Uh, yes, you got background. it, Dave. And I love, where did you guys get the uh, shitty apartment uh, background? <laughs> it was one of the defaults, actually. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Those are lovely apartments. I see, uh, uh, what's that? God, I can't think of, uh, is that John C. Riley? Yeah, the, the that's Dr. Steve Brule. Yeah, yeah, Steve Brule, the, one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Yes. Is that's a legend. I wish that show. That's pretty much my mental state right now. Is that show? Sweetberry wine all the time. Such a good show. Are you avoiding the news? Are you watching the news? Well, Dave, what, where what are that? you? Let let people know yeah, where you are. are. Yeah. I am just. If you go down the tip <laughs> of Argentina, <laughs> if you right around Port Coig Rio. Gallegos. That is where I am. I am very famous here. Uh, the local people are very excited that I that I've come to wait things out. No, I'm uh, I'm in Ohio. I'm in the sticks of not quite the sticks, but oh. I'm literally in a. As you know, I live in New York City, in Manhattan, which is not like a fun place. But, but mostly because my dog, like, she's a big dog and she likes to scamper about. Mm. And um, and so I was like, why don't we come out and we can run around the grass and scamper. And and also, and also there's a, a cooler full of dead bodies a block from my apartment <laughs> in New York. So there's that. Oh, are you by a hospital? Is that is that? No, Rob. Yeah. Any, anywhere you are in New York, there's a cooler full of dead bodies. <laughs> oh, oh, right, right, right. Pretty much. Or you house. <laughs> oh god yeah so though though to be fair the cooler the mobile morgue showed up like a week after we left but um no we're in this tiny finnish fishing village about 50 miles east of cleveland so i mean it could be argued you know uh relevant to the metal injection live cast with finland being the most metal country in terms of bands per Capita. In terms of small towns in Ohio, I'm in the most metal small town because there's a Finnish museum down the street. Oh, um, as I as I say it out loud, I realize that probably doesn't make it. I don't know. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, I'm is there Ohio. a black metal <laughs> exhibit though in this Finnish museum? Um, I'm pretty sure, and I have I'm brought I brought all the witch taint merch with me so I could fulfill orders. During all this, so uh, there's a lot of black metal uh, T-shirts. Um, so there's that, and uh, so, I'm getting what's that? I'm sorry. Did you drive to Cleveland with your dog? Yeah, yeah. I got like a one-way SUV. Oh, not so one-way as in I'm not coming back, but just one-way. It cost me like rental. 
it would cost me like a thousand bucks a week to hang on to it. So, I mean, I'm loaded. Don't get me. I mean, look at me, but yeah, I just one way. <laughs> you know, just because you're loaded doesn't mean you can't be a little bit frugal. I don't apologize. Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't stay loaded by not being frugal. Exactly. <laughs> Is your dog cool with the long trips or did my dog gets a little car sick after about an hour? She's, she's pretty good with it. She used to puke like guaranteed that she'd be like, Ugh. I don't know. You know what puking is. Um, but, and yeah, she would, like you would, there'd be puke in the back seat. And now she's just, she's probably could do without it, but she's not like a pro car dog. Have you ever seen your dog eat her own puke? Like puke it oh. and then eat it up? I've seen it. Oh. You've seen Dave's dog eat her own puke? Yes. That's no. what I was going to ask. Uh I no, she doesn't. She she kind of goes like in the corner. She's a lady. She's classy. <laughs> she pukes and she's like, "I am so sorry. I don't know what that was about." And uh, yeah. and then uh, she kind of looks at you like, uh, "Hey, uh, it's on you. You were the one that feeds me. So whatever I puked up was something that you gave me." <laughs> I so, heard Alex I, Jones is planning to do that after he eats his neighbors. Uh. <laughs> Wait, wait, oh, oh, to answer your, I, I don't know what you're referring to, um, because to answer your question, I think Rob, you asked, I have not, and I'm normally pretty, uh, I stay on top of the news, I think more than most people, uh, not, not more than you guys, but just more than the average dingbat. Uh, <laughs> and, but no, I, I have not watched TV in six weeks. And oh, wow. I, I've not gone on any of the like newspapers that I uh, websites that I normally go on every morning, <laughs> and I pretty much just get my news from my girlfriend, and uh, whatever gets pushed to my phone, like you know, that's the only way I have any. So I have no idea what uh, stupid thing Alex Jones. What is Alex Jones doing? He said that he well, was going to uh, eat his neighbors. He was sizing up his neighbors in case they ran out of food because it's basically them or his daughters. So he's conjuring up ways that he's going to murder and eat his neighbors. Let, let me just play this clip for you, Dave. Let me play it for okay. you. Okay. You, you could uh, just decide for yourself. Uh, let's, let's get this going. I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'll, I'm just going to be honest. My superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. See, my superpowers being honest, I'll eat your ass. I will. There you go. <laughs> He'll eat, eat your ass, ass, Dave. He'll eat my ass. That's my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, my, Alex Jones, or my, just in general? That, no, yeah, that is my. I any any like right wing pundit eating my ass. That's kind of my my kink. No, uh, no, Alex Jones. I have a friend who punched Alex Jones in the face. Really? Whoa! And every time I see him, I ask him to tell me the story again. It was it was like a long time ago, like when Alex Jones was in his twenties, but obviously already an asshole. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think 
I should, I can't remember that. I think Alex Jones like got his ass kicked as he deserves. And, uh, and then he started like that thing where uh, crazy idiots who just got their ass kicked want to just fight everyone in a, you know, 20 foot radius or whatever. He started flailing around and my friend just decked him and knocked him out. <laughs> nice. Where was this? Was it like at in, a bar or? In Texas, in, but, in Austin. But like specifically, he, what kind of a venue? <clears throat> Probably, uh, I'm guessing somewhere that have like a good deal on like beer and a shot, and then okay. some bad uh, blues band playing in the window. Okay. I've just Fair. described every bar in Austin. No, <laughs> no, not every bar, but every, what's that main street? That every that's every bar. Sixth oh, Street. Sixth, Sixth street. street. It's like there. It's like some shot you would never want to drink, and some guy playing a strat in cut-off jean shorts. <laughs> <in the window. laughs> uh, I want to mention. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I did a good job introing Dave. Dave uh, is in fact a comedian and a musician. Of course, Witch Change put out their new album. Um, is it Sons of uh, Midwestern uh, Darkness? Is that? correct sons of midwestern darkness um yes. on yeah, tp records so on tp records and it's the heaviest black metal uh album you've ever heard it's the uh, album it's yeah. the greatest album of all time right and we did actually have members of witch chain sitting on the show when we were in audio version a few months ago you can go back and listen to that and also dave has a new comedy album this is spoken word in the form of jokes. And yes. It's, it's called The Pride of Cleveland. And yeah, it's out, it's out now. It's out a lot now. more than just that. So good. Oh, thank you. No, there's a lot. I, there, I, do, I do tell... I would say, like, with comedy, it's, it's debatable whether it's, it's a joke. If it's a joke, I guess the audience has to decide in the end uh, if it's funny or whatever. But, yeah, there's, I tell jokes and I tell stories, and then I rip some sweet guitar solos. And so, so part of it's stand-up, and then there's a backing band, and I berate them mercilessly <laughs> while telling jokes and playing guitar solos. So um, I, th I, I, I don't think there's, not to brag, but I don't think anyone's done, done an album quite like that. I never heard a comedy album start with a guitar solo. That was no. pretty sweet. That's the way you got to do it. I mean, you know, I don't have good jokes about being on Tinder. So, <laughs> you know, I, which I know, you know, I have my own Netflix special. Right yeah, yeah. If I could do that. So I just play guitar solos instead. Which one of your guitars did you use for that? I used my SG, just a, just a regular Gibson SG. I have... This is, so I do have a cool, very metal guitar right over here. Since Let's this it. is, is this all on video right now? Everyone can yeah. see how yes. cool we look? Absolutely. Okay, I should get this because this is pretty metal, yeah. I think. I mean, it's arguably, wait. All right. By the way, we're on with Dave Hill. And if you have a question for Dave, you can give us a ring-a-ding. 213-WIDE-NUT is the number. That's 213 943 Three, 
I got it right. I got it right. Hey, Dave. Uh, yeah. I just noticed when you stood up, you had a Winnipeg Jets uh, vintage jersey on. That's fantastic. Dale Howard. Yeah. Good eye. <laughs> wait, wait. Show, show that guitar off again. I'm spotlighting your video. Oh, sweet. Ooh. Nice. It's a, uh... Okay, now those marks, did, you, did those come with the guitar or? Yeah, is that a distressed edition SG? No, it's just for me rocking so hard. Um, oh. No, it came... It, it's these guys in, in Birmingham, England. They make them for, for Tony Iommi. Oh, you probably, you know. Who? This guy. <laughs> guy who invented metal, basically. <laughs> um, they make, they make uh, the, the, his guitar, you know, called the Old Boy. And I, I, I got... This other SG, the one that I used on my comedy record, The Pride of Cleveland, that's out right now on Adrian Pongo Records. Um, and I liked it so much. And then I like, I had, you know, when you get drunk and you go on your computer and uh, next thing you know, you're like, oh my God, I just bought a $3,000 guitar. <laughs> that's kind of what happened. Oh, cool. But you, it wasn't that much, but you, and then it, it takes a while and get it. But yeah, they did. I have, they they do make them like that, so it looks like, you know, I just got done playing Castle Donington uh, <laughs> every year for thirty years, and that's why it looks like that. But no, it's actually brand new. I'm sad to say, but I, you know, when Witch Tain get gets back out there, uh, I'll put some miles on it. Cool. Uh, we have a, a live chat going on, actually, and uh, a few comments. I want to go. Can I see that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just got to you know, load the YouTube video. But uh, Hugo writes, I'll give Sid $20 to take his hat off. And then uh, Wade writes, Dave, did you buy the Gorky Park guitar? Oh, that's a good question. I will give Sid $20 to keep the hat on. All right, that's a deal. Um, oh, it's, it's Kitty. She's been here. No, no. Yeah, she's been here the whole time. I, 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 just, I, like I think I like the look of that hat, Sid. I think Thank it's you. good. Thank um, you. and then uh, oh, the the Gorky Park guitar. We, I would, I didn't buy it yet. Do you know you know Gorky Park, the band from Russia that uh, their kind of peak period was uh. I know Gorky Park from that Scorpion song. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this was a band. In Gorky Park. Follow the Moscow down to Gorky Park. No, there's um, there's uh, a there was a band called Gorky Park, and then they had a, a signature Kramer guitar that was shaped like you know those like Russian folk uh, instruments. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, like triangular, mm -hmm. and uh, oh, I see. And and then you can buy. They had so, but Alex Skolnick from Testament, which Taint's been doing every Friday. We've been doing. Uh, there we go. Oh, amazing! Oh. Just we've been I doing it. My whole screen. Hold on. <laughs> For the audio audience, Rob is putting the guitar on the screen so we can all see it. I don't, wouldn't that be sweet to have? Wow, that is that's pretty like, cool. 
That's like a guitar. That's a 10 drink guitar right there. That I love the America Soviet Union. Oh my Union. god. Oh, I yeah. like that is sick. Like I I I want this guitar. I also well, feel like that's a guitar you can only play standing up. You can't sit and play that guitar. It'll just slide right off your leg. Yeah, you you'd be you, but, but that's what it's only meant for for playing stadiums. They leave you no know, <laughs> <laughs> they leave you no option but to strap it on and go play a stadium. Why does that little ad picture say Perestroika meets meets rock and roll? Why does it say meets twice? Their ad material had a typo in it? You no, know, they had they had to get it out the door. <laughs> Why is rock and roll in quotes? Are they mocking anyone who plays yeah. music? Rock <laughs> and Damn. roll. So cool to rock and roll yeah. when you do it. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though, isn't it? Yeah. It looks great. I mean, in a really, in a horrible way, it's cool. Look at look at how the GP... Oh, back, there's Rob. like other Kramers here. Rob, go back to oh. the first one. Look at how the, the GP for Gorky Park is a hammer and a sickle. Mm -hmm. but they're separate. Yeah. I love oh. that. It's, great. it's amazing. Do you guys know about this theory that uh, Wind of Change by Scorpions was, was that the CIA helped write that song. Really? Right, yeah. There's a, a, a new podcast yeah. that uh, uh, is going to uh, discuss that. I wrote about that on the on the site. Wait, a whole podcast dedicated to just It's that? a series. It's a it's a uh, eight episode uh, podcast. So here, let's play the trailer. Oh. Holy shit. They got that much mileage out of this story? Oh, yeah. Oh, Spotify is where you can hear Dave's new album. Oh, yeah. The, the, Pride, the Pride of, of Cleveland. Cleveland. That's how Thank I listen to it. Thank you, Noah. You're welcome. I, I mean, the CIA was caught, like, helping, you know, write Hollywood blockbusters and putting the right kind of, like, themes and propaganda into it. So it's not a big shocker. Which ones? Uh, I think the Avengers was one of, one of the Avengers films. The, too many to list. Like okay. too, they they just regularly send. Oh, Captain Marvel it was right because really? oh, Captain Marvel too. Yeah. Look it up. It's a, I mean it's been an ongoing thing for decades. <laughs> there's a there's an official office uh, like a liaison office. Wait, in the... are you saying CIA or CAA? CIA because they're agent. Yeah, that would be expected. It would, yeah, it would make more sense. Like an agency would, yeah. you know, they'd get one of those song doctors to come in and be like, "Klaus, Rudolph, get over here, <laughs> hear me out." Well, let's hear a little more of this trailer. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me to whistle some more. You could do that too. Whistle during the trailer. Yeah. What's that? Stop there? sharing your screen. Well, I can't play the audio if I'm not sure on the screen. Don't you think when this is all over, when the pandemic is just sent packing, that the best thing we could do as the human race is to get the scorpions on the biggest stage <laughs> in the world? Maybe Wembley Stadium, I don't know. And just get them out there and you know, you get you broker some sort of peace thing 
get Michael Schenker back, get Uli John Roth back, get Herman Rarebell back for just one song him. Um, <laughs> and you just, they get out there and they rock the world like a hurricane and they play, you know, they go all the way back to entrance everything. That's what I think. And no, there's not a dry eye on planet earth. Except for, I think that's beautiful. You know, I feel like um, they're all in high risk groups. I don't know if they need to be at a rock concert right now. I don't think that's safe. They look to be in great shape, though. Uh, they do. They're like they played Barclays a few, like last year, maybe two years ago. Did you go, Rob? And uh, I didn't go. You didn't. But Rob, you're the only Russian in New York that didn't go to that show. But look, at, but look at how young they look. Let me, we, there was, we did have a metal injection photographer there. Uh, to be fair, they didn't look young in like 1987, so. Yeah, they really haven't aged. They're oh. so well preserved. I don't know that they look young. I might be stretching it. I mean, this guy looks great. Well, they look young for their remember? age. He looks I like my see. aunt. Do you think Klaus Mina has had work done, or do you think he, he is not, indeed not? He like Botox. Like, I don't know. He's he, I've never. I don't really buy like into these things. Like Andrew WK is now a different guy than was originally yeah, playing. What? I don't buy I never into heard that. that one. Oh, that's a common theory, but I honestly have my suspicions that Klaus Mina is not the same guy saying saying uh leaving you for, for you know um when they played was this was this with megadeth the co-headlining tour yeah i was like this is what i sometimes do when when my star power isn't enough to uh get me free tickets to go see scorpions <laughs> and megadeth somewhere when I was still on Twitter, I put, um, I just put like, hey, uh, I'm just putting this out there. I really want to go see Scorpions <laughs> tonight. And I thought like, yes, eventually some something will come down the pike. Someone will be like, oh, uh, yeah, come. And uh, it, it didn't work out. Didn't work. And I was really, I really had to take a good hard look in the mirror. And then... <laughs> Because I was like, I can't land day of Scorpions tickets. Am I not the Z-list celebrity I thought I was? Um, What's below Z? Is there what, Z? Z is like slightly more famous than um, the mailman. <laughs> and that's no offense to mailmen or right, mail persons. They're just but, not famous. Um, what's that? They're, just, They're not just not as famous as me. They're just not. It can't be debated. Um, but but then, so my girlfriend and I were like, okay, we're going to buy tickets to go to this show. I, if, if it were fully Scorpions headlining, no question. I never would have sent the tweet out even in the first place. We would have just bought tickets and gone to see Scorpions. But when half that money, you're... Uh, ostensibly paying to see Megadeth, one of the worst sounding bands. You know, I'm not saying they're a bad band. I'm saying they have the worst sound. Live. And, 
you know what I mean? Yeah, like their guitar sounds are horrible, and most of their songs are horrible. But um, I, we didn't. We were like, we don't want to. We don't want to have to pay for that. And then, uh, and then, so we're like, all right, but okay, we'll we'll still do it, but only if Scorpions are playing "Leaving You." Do you know that's you know da na da da na na keep me in your mind till I come back to and I can stay. Come on! Um, <laughs> I like it better how you do it, but yeah, yeah, I know. This should be the next album, just you sort of like recreating. Yeah, what what you remember of the Scorpions? <laughs> what I remember of this song? Well, pretty much at some point in every Scorpion song, Klaus Mine is gonna go like. Like he's kind of like <laughs> scrambles a bunch of words together, and uh, then Rudolf Schenker rips his or Matthias Yabst. Uh, who's that? Oh, we had Alex Skolnick on the Witch Taint Facebook Live show we're doing now. You, I've been meaning you guys got to come on this. Sure. Uh, it's Friday nights at nine. If you if you're not, we have no busy. plans. <laughs> um, this Friday we're having. Uh, um, Saborg Destructo from Guar oh, and cool. uh, Digester from Ghoul. Because Witchtain has a huge feud going with Ghoul right now. But Yeah, um, on, on Twitter. Yeah, right. we're just, yeah. there's a lot of shit talking going on. Oof. So, um, oh, but anyway, at one, when, when Alex Golnick was on this past Friday and he was a delight and he played part of Eruption on his guitar. And, uh, but he, uh, he said he, he met uh, scorpions and they were cool. I, the story really goes south cool. quickly. Yeah. The, Wait, uh, I have a landing. question. Did he say whether or not the scorpions were fans of his uh, trio project? Oh, I don't know. He's going to come back on the show. I mean, why wouldn't they be? I'll call in and ask. You're going to call him? Oh, you could. No, I'll yeah. call into the sh- I mean, I hope I could, or like type a comment while you're live and I'll ask. You could. Yeah, you could. I why wouldn't they be jazzy? I mean, it's not all covers, but they do some jazz versions of some popular hard rock and metal numbers. I don't know if they do any any Scorpions. Have you guys ever seen the Scorpions uh, documentary? No. Were you no. guys ready? Were you guys ready for all the Scorpions talk? I had locked and loaded. It's a little intimidating, but I'm enjoying I it. I feel. What's that? It's a little intimidating, but I'm enjoying it. It's a, it's a form of autism that I have, <laughs> where I can't, I can't, I just go into like lengthy tirades about the majesty of scorpions, and uh, I saw. I did see Scorpions uh, on the Monsters of Rock tour. It was you, you, the one I was, you know, I was two years old. No, but I was just a pretty young kid. <laughs> Very, too young, too young to be on my own in a stadium in Akron, Ohio, for sure. Were you younger than that girl on that one album cover of theirs? Mm. The naked female child. We've oh. talked about it on the show yeah, before. They've got some really oh. problematic oh, yeah, album yeah, yeah, covers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the one where Rob, they had do to... not cue it up on the screen. We might... Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get kicked off of YouTube. But, uh, yeah, let's yeah. just say you should just Google Scorpion's album covers, because... 
Hey, some, they have some real. What's the one where the guy's touching the woman's boob and it comes away? It's like laser beams off his hand. Off Love his hand. drive. <laughs> it seems like it's a bunch of uh, like gum. <laughs> yeah, like it does look over. like that. That one it you could probably like, show, Rob. It, huh? It's a weird cover because they're like. It seems like they're kind of decked out. He's grabbing her boob, which is made of got a lot of gum on it for some reason and then if i remember correctly it's like in the middle of the day yeah oh yeah oh. there it is oh. <laughs> she's not bothered at all she's just sitting no she's like, uh, she i don't so? know those eyes those eyes look like please help me yeah she's like she's, is this rape but her arms aren't flailing she's not moving in any way she's, she's just, frozen in shock what are you talking about she could be a mannequin but seriously, though, is that Eugene Levy's son from Schitt's Creek? It does mm. kind of look like him. And also, like, mm. he looks like, even though he's uh, doing this weird thing with the boobs and the gum, he also looks like he's asleep, like he's knotted <laughs> off. He's bored of it already. He's like, yeah, I was into the, the gum boob, like, the first time, but it's been <laughs> a few years now. I thought he was going to say, like, he begged her for months to let him do this gum tit fetish, and then, like, but he just, <laughs> once he did it, it didn't live up to his uh, mental uh, expectations. Yeah. yeah, it's very weird, but, you know, all these years later, they're still number one, so you tell me. <laughs> this one is the weird one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, all right. It's Thankfully, censored, it's censored. Okay. Oh, right. Virgin killer, it's called. I mean, yeah. Yikes. Shocking. Rough stuff. Did the CIA have anything to do with that one? Oh, God only knows. The CAA did that one. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Yeah. I gotta, I do, we just, do we just change your mind about scorpions? I need some eye No, I from. still... I'm, you know... I, you know, we've all, you know, at our, I mean, you should have seen the original cover for the Pride of Cleveland, my new comedy album. I mean, talk about uh, dodging a bullet, changed it last minute, but it was, um, yeah, it was really uh, just what, in poor taste. And that's putting it mildly. It was Drew Carey in that same naked pose. <laughs> Oh man, that that is tasteless. Uh, <laughs> Reverend Riff says, "Is that Mr. Bean in the Scorpions uh, album cover?" I can see Mr. That. Oh, it does. Rowan Atkinson. It just does yeah. kind of look like him. I was going to really ask. Would get uh, gum on a woman's breast. I was going to ask you, Dave, if since Drew Carey was mentioned, did you get any sort of cease and desist or injunction or anything or any kind of shit from him at all by saying you're the pride of Cleveland? Not yet, but you know, he's probably got, he's probably secure. You know, he probably, it's safe to say that he is more the pride of Cleveland. Him. Wow, very brave of you to say. LeBron James, but LeBron it's really. James, okay. Well, he's from Akron though, so does that he count? Is. Well, his, you know, his, his, his uh, rep travels pretty far, so he sure. can claim it goes as far west as Toledo. But, uh, <laughs> Is Drew Carey actually from Cleveland, or does he just uh, co-opted that? No, he. I think he's from Parma, Ohio, which is you know a suburb of Cleveland. And wow. but I there was a beer called Pride of Cleveland, and I totally forgot 
to incorporate that into the album art, but uh, which we should have thought of. The album art was done by Danny Hillman, who is one of my favorite artists. And uh, but no, it's just I called it that. It's just ridiculous thing. I just started calling myself that a few years ago, and I learned that if you whatever you say. There's gonna event. There's in some way. It, as soon as you say something, it becomes true, in some way. <laughs> I mean, of if course, if you say it enough times, people repeat it, and it becomes true, right? Like that's kind of it's yeah. It's one of those things. Like my other band, Valley Lodge, we toured Japan, you know, and we were, you know, playing to like in New York. We would play to like, you know. 35 of our friends or something and then we toured japan and just and it, it went really well and like there's a lot more people at the shows than would come to see us in new york but just by the fact that we did it and the sort of mythology of rocking japan people it very quickly people started saying that i was a huge star in japan and i was like yeah i am and then enough there's a certain percentage of people that i think think that so why did you choose cleveland and not the pride of japan as your album title (laughs) great question well this is an exclusive um the next album is called pride of japan (laughs) (laughs) i was already gonna say he already manifested the japan thing now he's trying to manifest the cleveland i see yeah it's just uh one thing after another no, I think yeah. I'm this this next uh, after the pandemic is over. I'm gonna go take over Japan. I think. Nice. That's the plan. Me and Marty Friedman. Paul Gilbert is. I think he's there too. Paul. No, he lives in Portland, Oregon now. Oh, it's all well, the same yeah. to Noah. <laughs> Anything it's, uh, west of Staten Island is west of Toledo. It's all Japan to her. <laughs> and I re- it's a. Uh, it's understandable, but, and I also realized, Noah, you probably, the reason I got so excited, um, and you probably aren't giving much thought to where Paul Gilbert lives <laughs> um, in your life, but I, I have, uh, I, I'm a, I love Paul Gilbert. I don't like Mr. Big or anything like that, which, you know, if I did, I would tell you, I just happen to not, but um I love he 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 makes these awesome videos and he just seems super nice, and he rips on the guitar. Yeah. So uh, I follow his movements pretty closely as a result. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, and and he uh yeah he lives uh he lives in Portland and I have a friend who went over to his house and and uh, punched him in the face. <laughs> the same guy. Is it that same guy? You take you take this back. You take that back. Um, no, he no he. Uh, Wait, how long has he been living there? When did he move out of Japan? I think he's he, he did live in Japan. I think his wife is from yeah, there. From Japan. Yeah, that's where they met, I assume. And then he he was living in LA, and then I think he moved to Portland like in the last couple of years. Should we get him on the line, Dave? Call him. <laughs> Send him oh, the Zoom man. link. I have, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of really cool phone numbers, but I don't have Paul Gilbert's phone number. You will. I see I it. feel like, I feel like I will. Yeah. Um, someday. Manifest make, that. Make that happen. But 
I, you know, he, you can email him through his website and I, he responds to his email. I, I've emailed him because he does this guitar. I can were you guys uh, prepared for the amount of Paul Gilbert <laughs> I was bringing to the show tonight? We actually formatted the show, Scorpion's first half hour and Paul Gilbert's second half hour. <laughs> you guys have a list of just buzzwords to throw out at me that will like make me just go. And the other thing, um, <laughs> you know, when we're, that, I feel bad that I took a shot at Megadeth. You know, I'm sure they're fine regardless of what I, it just bothers me. Their guitar sound is so bad. Like even on the record or you mean just live? Live. It's, it's horrible always. It's like, you, by definition, they're a heavy metal band, correct? I mean, I, yes. we know this to be, they're, by the, in the. And they're, they're guitar wizards. They should be all in like about the sound. Yeah, it should be like, it should be heavy. Like it's supposed to be heavy. That's Maybe that's metal. just unwatchable now, though. I agree. I feel like Dave Mustaine can't. His voice is gone. You know, and uh, whatever whatever key they're singing, he's singing in. It's just not working. Yeah, but whatever. well, I guess he won't be doing shows for a while. But I wanted to ask you, Dave. Yeah, this has been an ongoing topic uh, with us, and of course, you make uh, a lot of your bread and butter on the road. Yeah, I'm a rambler, man. <laughs> and so yeah. uh like what is your like uh, obviously I'm, I'm assuming you know it's a it's a rolling plan you gotta see what what the uh, outcomes are but like let's say in a month everything is, is like the quarantines are over the lockdown is over uh does that mean you're comfortable enough to hit the road again start doing shows to picking up some stand-up gigs or 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 mm-hmm. concerts or are you waiting it out still I'm waiting it out, uh, not for my own safety, uh, just from, uh, I, you know, I think uh, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll give everyone a three-month head start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. No, I mean, the places that I'd like to go are, are, you know, I mean, I love New York City more than anywhere, but you can't be in New York and, and enjoy it the way it was meant to be enjoyed. And uh, right, right when this happened, I was supposed to go to one of my other favorite cities, Oslo, for I was doing a stand-up tour, five nights in Oslo, and I was doing Krakow and Czech Republic and London. Um, are you, are you oh, big in Oslo? I'm considered a genius in Norway. Um, no, I'm big enough that I was going to do five nights there. You're so, the yeah. Chacham of Norway. That's what we would call you. What's that? <laughs> you are the Chacham of Norway. You know, is that it's like, a, it's a, a Israeli, a Hebrew? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It means you're the genius of Norway. No, oh, it's yeah. Some kind of, it's some kind of like, like the scholar. Cleric or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, pretty much. Chacham no, literally um, means you say smart. I am the Chacham of uh, Norway. Can I will now. Yeah, I will now for sure. <laughs> no, I I I just like it. It's it's a beautiful. I mean, you've been there, right? Uh, I've never been to Norway. No, uh, oh. I've been to Sweden. Noah and I went to Stockholm. It's like it's this. It's like that. It's basically the same. <laughs> I mean, it's all the same. No, it, right? it's different, but it's you know it's not too far off. But yeah, no, I love it. I've been I've been to Norway like five or six times. I think 
Wow. So and, and like so when you do your stand up shows, are you doing the same exact show? Do they pick up on like the sarcasm and all that? Like obviously they all speak English because they're all so much smarter and the education yeah. is so much better there. Uh but like do you kind of have to change up your, your vibe? Not I mean uh, yeah, but I, I usually just try to do what I would do and then when things start to go south you adjust it the next night because i used to like ask ahead of time like when i was in other countries like and then you kind of be like what's the word do you say this and blah 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 and then um and this is probably very like emblematic of my career but i like to just go on stage and find out uh and just fall on my ass in front of a crowd of people and then you learn then the next night you change it because it's there's nothing funnier than being on stage in a foreign country in front of a few hundred people and have them just staring at you but when you <laughs> think they're you were like here they are they're gonna love this one and then they just look at you it's it's i wouldn't want it to happen every night but i i think that's really funny but you, you can't and the next it. moment is, wow. is the comedy is you reacting to that awkward moment is when it gets funny. Yeah, right? that's when my profession. Thank you, Rob. That's when my professionalism kicks in. No, but <laughs> one of the um, one of the last times I was there, I have this thing. It's on my it's on my album, The Pride of Cleveland, uh, which is out right now. Um, the, there's a a bit called I think it's what the fuck is it called? I don't even. I think it's called Loaves and Fishes on the album. But yep. it's about it's about going to church with my dad, and it's not like pro or anti religion. It's just like total absurdity, silliness, and uh, anywhere I've ever done it, you know, people are like, "Well, Dave's the best." I guess everyone else should quit. No, um, but it, it usually goes well. And I was like, I was in Norway, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to do this thing, and this is going to be good." And the first night in Oslo, I could feel it kind of like just the whole set go, like, and then I go, and then I was like, oh, that's probably, I don't know, that's weird. And then the next night I did it in Bergen, and it was like this theater, it was like 400 people. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the most fun show. And then I did it, and it was, you could feel like it just dipped again. And then afterwards, uh, one of the other comedians, without me even asking him, he was like, oh, you know, the reason that uh, didn't go that well is because we just don't give a fuck about religion here, like, at <laughs> all. So, like, it's not, like, you don't even, you wouldn't even talk about, it would be like if I started talking about um, scorpions all the time, assuming <laughs> everyone loves <laughs> um it was it was it was kind of like that so you kind of learn that sort of thing and and you know when you go to like the uk you know they have different words for certain things and even though everyone knows what you're talking about i've seen it like when british comedians come to, to america and they call like this one comedian was telling this story about and it involved frosted flakes and he kept calling them frosties and that's what they that's what they call them over there and like i'm, I'm sure the whole audience knew what he meant but you could feel it was like a, a speed bump in mm -hmm. his set like every time he said it and it kind of ruined the thing because like it was like every time people like oh he said that word again uh -huh. and then i did this thing in england where i was telling this story about 
uh, eating a gyro or a gyro. I'm from Cleveland, so I'm a hillbilly, and that's I call them gyro. So I'm from New York, and I call it a gyro. As well. yeah, okay, so I feel fuck better. the gyro, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's too hard yeah. to say gyro. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. So I was, I was telling, I was again this this thing um, that had gone really well in America, and so I was like, cool. I can't wait to tell it in London. And I told it, and the whole audience you could feel was just like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then afterwards, someone was like, I figured out what you meant. Like, you meant a kebab, and you know what they call it. And um, he's like, but gyro here is like a food stamp. It's like a piece of paper. So you were telling this insane story about eating paper (laughs) for like 10 minutes. And so, but then you, the next night you say kebab and everyone thinks you're a genius again. <laughs> then wait, because a kebab is its own thing. So what do they call what we would consider a kebab? Kebab is like a catch-all, I think, for okay. just uh, some meat of questionable origin <laughs> in, on pita. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So those, that's the magic of, uh, that's, yeah. So yeah, you have to change. I don't know. Little inside show business. Inside show business. Inside show business. But um, I just try to think about like what you must go through on stage though, like at that moment when you don't get a like the kind of response that you were looking for. Like that must be like are you calling yourself a piece of shit in your head? Like no, I think yeah, like the fact that you kind of are thrilled by is very interesting. I mean, I think I would probably shit myself and never go on stage again. Well, cool. I mean, I don't know. I f- I'm like kind of doing everything I do. Like, ideally, I want enough other people to like it that I can continue to make a living. But um, I j- pretty much am just out for my own entertainment. That's cool. That I don't really give a shit whether people like like what I do or not. Um, I mean, I would prefer they liked it. <laughs> Of course. I would prefer they shared my enthusiasm for scorpions and the various <laughs> residences of Paul Gilbert. But, you know, if they don't, if they don't, then, you know, I'm still happy. But so I think in that regard, I don't mind. Uh, plus, you know, I mean, who am I kidding? I'm not going to be uh, Amy Schumer. I mean, I have my career and it's very lovely, but, um, you know, I, I can afford to fuck up because me on my best night is, it's, it's pretty alienating. I mean, you guys have seen me. It's not for everybody. <laughs> We're all big fans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because you guys recognize genius. But, you know. <laughs> but as you, you also, I feel, I feel like you have to be a fan of comedy because you like a lot a lot you have some meta humor i feel i not that i, I i'm not going to try to explain your comedy yes yeah, smart you have to be smart <laughs> you have to be smart yeah i mean i was liking it too uh and by the way i love amy schumer let me be clear i'm just using her as an example she's very successful being one of the still? biggest comedians in the world yeah she's still she's she i think she made two million less last year God but damn. i think she's still doing all right she no i have no idea what she, she might have made more i mean she's doing great um but yeah i mean i think you know it's like anything like there's 
you know, you give uh, Twinkies to a bunch of, bunch of kids and they're going to love it. And, and you feed them tiramisu, which is, you know, infinitely better. Some of them, most of them, are, they're going to be like, what is this? My point is, I'm tiramisu. You're for the refined palate. it's not for palate. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's for, for the, the refined, refined palate. Yeah, it's for the refined palate. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I accept, you know, there's going to be people that will just say, uh, yeah, he's not funny. But that's okay. I got this sweet uh, Winnipeg jersey. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Got that guitar. I know where Paul, Gil- I know where yeah. Paul Gilbert lives. I have you, a cool guitar. You talked to Alex Skolnick. You I talked to Fenrez. I Fen- well, thanks to you. Yeah, Fenris, um, if we can bring it back to metal, um, Fenris, I think maybe the first time I went to Norway, you, Rob, and me, I think it was you or Frank. Yeah. I think it was you. It was me. It was, it was Rob. Me. Okay, I'm not giving I put you in touch with this any publicist. Credit. But yeah, I so Fenris uh, came out and we, we met for drinks at this this bar Kenevan and uh and he was absolutely delightful he's like a sweet funny guy and he he came out he came out to see me stand do he came to see me do stand up another time when i was there and uh he had never seen a comedy show before wow it, were you the only like, stand up or were there other comedians no it was like it was at this place called Josephine's. It was this like cool house. It's like a house that had a stage in it. It looked like maybe it was like a social club or something. And he came out from Colbolton or whatever, or however you say it. And, uh, and, um, and, oh, and I, I played a little guitar during that set. And to, I remember after the set, this, he's a very funny guy. He said, you're a real geezer butler on that guitar. <laughs> and then, and, and then. This geezer butler's a bassist. Just yeah, yeah, fun. there's the joke, but that's, you know, nuance. <laughs> that's a nuanced joke. So, Very good joke. So Witch Taint, before Witch Taint became a full band, when, when Phil, a.k.a. Matthias Backwards, and I were just reading the original emails, uh, from the black metal dialogues, you know, the, uh, we, we were in, uh, I was in Oslo and I thought like, Oh man, Fenris is going to hate this. I don't, didn't even want him to know about it or I didn't know if he would hate it, but I just didn't know like whether he would. You were shy about it. You were like a little, yeah, I didn't, I just didn't know. And I didn't want to offend him. Um, you know, so I, but I, but I thought it would be nice to see him. So I emailed him and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm in town for a few days. Do you want to grab a beer? And he said, yeah. And then he's like, why don't I, let's go out Saturday. And I was like, Oh, you know, we could, but I have this show. Um, do you want to just meet after the show? And he's like, no, I'll come to the show. And so I explained to him what it was, you know, that it was, I was like, it's kind of this black metal satire sort of it's kind of silliness and he said all right you know come out so he came to the show and then we're phil and i are backstage and the producer of this festival the crap comedy festival uh it's called um was backstage and he gets a text message and fenris is you know he has like a nate you know he's he's a famous guy 
a well-known Norwegian, as he is all over the world, but especially there. That's like his neck of the woods. Yeah. And so uh, he gets and it a text was literally message. the woods, but sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and he, and so this guy didn't know, I didn't tell him, you know, that Fenris was coming or anything, and he didn't even know that I knew him, and he's, he's but he's like, oh, it's got a text message, Fenris from Dark Throne is in the front row. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, what if he hates this? Like, and, um, and then so, so I walked out, you know, in this, this little theater. And so I could see him and I was like, oh, shit. But uh, he was laughing and, uh, and he hung out and he said he liked it. So I was like super relieved about it. But uh, yeah, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't heard from him, though. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe maybe I did upset him. I don't know. Fenris, if you're listening. I Hopefully he's keeping safe, still delivering mail. I hope no, he doesn't what deliver mail. He Oh, he stopped? He no, he, he never was a mail delivery guy. He just Oh, he was a sorter, right? That was he it. Sorted it, yeah. That was his thing. That's yeah, he like sits and uh and sorts sorts it, I guess. Now he's not like delivery. It, it's amazing because he said it's the best job because it will allow him to sit there for eight hours a day and listen to music. And because yeah. no, he doesn't talk to anybody, so he can just listen to music. And that's how he discovers new bands because he still is so passionate about music and discovering new bands because he gets into bands before literally anybody knows about them, and then he gets, he's over them. Yeah. Then everyone and else yeah. gets into them. Well, he talks to Dave. You said he doesn't talk to anybody. He, really talks he talks to, to who? No, at work, I mean. To you. Oh, he oh, talks to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't no, I, I, I haven't talked to him in a while. I, I, I don't know. Call him up. Maybe. <laughs> I have his number. I, I texted it's probably him. Probably too late right now. I texted him to tell him I liked. Uh, thought Old Star was great, but I didn't hear back. I might be. I might be persona non grata. You know, mm. uh, you know, but I'll, I'll just have to deal with that. But um, he might have heard the Witch Chain album and just been like, "Well, fuck, what do we do how, now? What do we have? I, I can't talk to him now because he's made the greatest black metal album of all time. He's the top dog. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. <laughs> he's, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, he must be intimidated, I guess, because yeah, it is the greatest black metal <laughs> record of all time." <laughs> We're already working on the follow-up. A blaze in your. I think it's. I was thinking the other day that it would be called a blaze in your mom's house. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think it'd be called that. That's not bad though. Now that I hear it out loud, you know, I'm sure we'll think of something at the last second. Maybe call it Paul Gilbert's most favorite black metal album of all time. (laughs) Maybe, maybe we'll get we 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 got some. we have some guests. We we have Malthus from Carpathian Forest rips an amazing solo. Uh, Mike is from Venom plays a couple sweet solos. So uh, and then we have Chris Dreifert, of course, from Autopsy singing on a couple songs. So so maybe the next record, maybe we'll. I've already told Alex Skolnick. Told didn't ask. I told him. <laughs> solo. And uh, maybe we'll get Paul Gilbert and. Uh, get Fenris to play. We, I was going to ask Fenris to play drums on the record, but uh, then I realized that wasn't a, I shouldn't do that. I needed, I needed to show some 
deference or something. Reverence. Plus he lives uh, far away. The commute is really bad. <laughs> well, now you've put it out there. He's obviously watching. He's uh, obviously watching. I don't know. I might, I think I'm on a shit list. That's the one thing, you know, we, you know, if we could work that out, you don't want to get on a shit list. No. Um, but uh, no, anyway, the, the point of that long story was, uh, was, yeah, thanks to you, Rob. He ended up coming out because as a result of the introduction you made. So there. Uh, well, you're welcome. Um, but, you know, it's all you anyway. I'm sure it's because I, you're such a great guy. But. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that to say. I love so that. Uh, sarcastic. I, sorry not to mention it in this earlier, but your summary look is really strong. <laughs> oh, thank yeah, you, Rob. I, um, and now that I'm paying attention, Sid and I are the only ones with sleeves tonight. Yes. I, yeah. It's oh. a happy accident. Wait, what it's happened good. to the sound? You lost the sound? Did you still hear sound? you. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Your arms, if you can hear. Yeah, we can hear. Oh you. wait. Oh wait. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Those damn headphones. Headphones. <laughs> Just unplug them. Unplug them. Are you guys doing that thing where you don't make any noise? <laughs> no. I'd say no, but you can't hear us anyway. Yeah. This is, I can't hear anything. Now I know how John Travolta felt in Boyfriend in the Plastic Bubble. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Yes. 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 Should I just keep talking about scorpions for no, no apparent reason? <laughs> <laughs> That's always good to do. Wait, what happened? I don't Un know. Unplug your headphones. I can. Unplug the headphones. Wait, okay, I'm going to try Unplug. Unplug. This will be a good. Uh... Yeah, so. Can you hear us now? Yeah, I texted him. Oh. I can hear me. Oh, oh that's weird. You should this be able to hear yourself. This is what it's yourself. like to be deaf. <laughs> oh, no. Robbed of sound. I can't hear what you guys are saying. Rob, what did you do? I didn't do anything. He's got sunflower seeds in his ears. Did he, did he mute himself oh, by accident? But he said he can hear himself, just not us. Wait, hello? Hello. Oh my God, this is really. Is this his I, way of trying know, to get off the call? Yeah, he yeah, just wants to get back. Well, sorry guys, we got a. Uh, uh, this is worse issues. than the pandemic. This is this <laughs> right now is worse than coronavirus. Your your computer yeah, has I coronavirus. Realize, uh, not as arguably not as many people are as are affected. But, his uh, Norton infection app has expired. Wait, Rob, right. text me. Tell me what to do. Hey, Even Rob, if that thing IT. is just shut my laptop. Um, <laughs> well, we're wrapping up anyway. Oh, Dave. No. <laughs> this I don't is know like if I should mute him. Than or what? 9/11 <laughs> and the pandemic combined. It's true. Yeah. Oh, here's Rob texting me. This is worse it's than just a, a dick pic. I'm getting a text from um, <laughs> editor of Metal Injection. Close Zoom. Oh, and re. Oh, okay. Wait. Okay. I'll tell you about how I just had ghost peppers. I'm gonna shit my pants when I come back. <laughs> That's a tease. Uh, that's a good tease. So that's a while, professional. Now we have to stick around for that story. Well, while Dave, come back. 
right. while Dave uh, figures out, let's play a voicemail we got from Scott Goldman on behalf of Maya and Levison. Isn't that oh. the kid from A Christmas oh, oh, oh. Story that then got into porn? Hold on, you need to unmute it. Hold on, here's Dave. All right, here we go. Now it should play. Hey, Good morning. you hear us, Dave? My name is Scott Goldman, calling on behalf of a... Dave, are you there? He's All connecting. Right. Okay. Good morning. Fuck. My name is Scott Goldman, oh, calling on behalf of attorneys Maya and Levison, representing my client Franklin Goldenstein, all better known to the music journalism community. I can't hear. Known as Franklin Goldluck. My client, Mr. Goldluck, has become aware of a monthly monetary subscription-based platform hosted on a website known as Patreon, <laughs> operated by one Mr. Robert Gina Pazabini. For benefit to his metal injection podcasts, which include hosts Darren Del Guido, Noah Shmuel Aviar, and Sidney Capistrani. This subscription platform charges users a monthly fee, and all revenue generated goes directly to Mr. Pazzabini and he doesn't know that. hosts. Let it be known that the Metal Injection podcast is fully owned and controlled under the umbrella of Metal Injection Holdings, in which Mr. Pazzabini is a minority owner. <laughs> Goldla is seeking immediate shutdown of this subscription service, and all revenue derived thereof shall be split in the percentage of ownership of Metal Injection Holdings. The ownership percentage of Metal Injection Holdings Hello? as of first quarter 2020 is the following. 56.6% belonging to Mr. Goldla. Hello, can hear you. Belonging to the I'll, so if you guys are wrapping up, I'll just um, occasionally say something random about the Scorpions. And it'll <laughs> seem like I can hear you guys. <laughs> probably it'll probably fit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was very that was that was slightly anti-Semitic, but very funny voicemail. Oh, I gotta mention that it was under similar circumstances that Uli John Roth left Scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> that fit disturbingly well. It fits so well. All right, well, we're going to No, wrap actually, it up. Michael Schenker is the younger of the two Schenker brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, a lot of times people think Michael's older because he left to do the solo career, but it was actually Rud Rudolph is considerably older. I can't wait till Dave sees this clip back. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. that's right. Mickey D, the drummer for Scorpions, uh, was in Motorhead. And then, oh. uh, and then uh, when. Uh, they kicked out the drummer whose name I can't remember. Uh, then Mickey D joined shortly after, you know, Lemmy died. So. Yeah, that's true. Well, Dave, thank you so much. Yeah, for, sometimes uh, I do wonder whether he wishes he was still playing in Motorhead. I'm sure he does, but I'm sure he's also enjoying being Scorpions, you know. Dave's new good. album, The Pride of Cleveland, is out now uh, and streaming everywhere. So, uh, well, actually, when they first started, Scorpions did <laughs> sing in German. They did briefly, yeah. But then they, uh, just you know, to reach a wider audience, they, you know, they started singing in English. Well, Much well like before you we did on up, your new album. <laughs> before we wrap up, I do want to mention that uh, our top live cast fans. No, actually, they're not from Berlin. I actually <laughs> thought that myself, uh, but they're. They no, are our from live cast fans are not Hanover. from Berlin. Oh, oh, the Scorpions. Yeah, which is probably the best known Hanover pretzels. <laughs> oh, they're good pretzels. Well, Scorpions and then Hanover pretzels. Is it the same? I, I rank pretzels over Scorpions, but... Yeah, actually, it'll be 55 years uh, this year. They've been together 55 years. That's wow, terrifying. that's crazy. That's crazy that they're... 
Well, the band itself is old enough to be my band. No, he means the pretzels. Oh. <laughs> well, to be a top livecast fan of the week, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. And for 10 bucks a month at the end of every episode, we give you a little shout out. Interestingly, uh, actually, Pavel Mikwaita, um, the bass player uh, from Scorpions, is from Poland. He's one of our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> well, who else do we have on, on our Patreon? Doritsky? Uh, we have Eric, Arabaganoush, a.k.a. Justin, with an I. Benjamin, also with an I. El Dudorino, there's an I in there somewhere. Cynical Sid, Cynic Cynicism, several I's. Dan R, broke the streak of I's. Cattle Decaf, Amindi Mayer's Keepa, Croc Destroyer, Sam I Am I Is, Justin with an E, Jander, Salchelle Salchuchettes, uh, Lacroix, The Crustacean Sensation, aka Godstopper, Ash Mojula. Actually, this, the current Scorpions and, uh, logo has been in use since okay. 1975. Uh, Dave talked uh, over so the last They did one, have another so logo good. prior to that. So <laughs> I, it, it is understandable, your confusion. I, I said the last one, but Dave uh, was covered up. Wait, what was so it? One. What was the last one? Oh, that was it. I, I already said it. So Hi, guys. It's Josh with the last one. 90 seconds. I just want to say that you're paying for your name to be read, not an editorial comment. So we may have to. No, uh, you're paying to for for whatever name you want us to call you. So if you want right. us to call you. I honestly have no guys. idea why. Right. Uh, Let's go back to the Dave. The guy had the. the uh, the forks in his eyes on the cover of the Blackout album. It makes no sense at all. I guess they were just going for like a crazy vibe. True. <laughs> Very true. No, well, I, I thought it was uh, Rudolph Schenker too. It's not. It's just some guy. It's the artist. Is he going to just continue doing these yes. <laughs> the Scorpions anecdotes Let's, after we're off? We just will never end the meeting and it'll keep on going yeah. forever. <laughs> How many okay, times have well, I shit my pants? Twice, oh. I think, in my life. Hey, that wasn't about the scorpions. <laughs> no, wait, how many times have I shit my pants twice? Actually, if you're going to shit your pants, leather pants are Michael probably Schenker the best said. pants to wear because you can just rinse them off. <laughs> and that's, I've that's only a, shit my pants you know, once when I was 12. Straight from Klaus Meyer from Scorpions. <laughs> I knew it. I called it. I said that was going to be all a quote. <laughs> from George Brett, though. Hi everyone. Thank George, Brett was, George Brett was in the Scorpions. A lot of people don't know. <laughs> That's right. Hi. No, you you guys are rocking me like a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Listen to the wind. This is like one of those things, like how Mozart or Beethoven, the deaf one, could still hear music. I can hear Wind of Change somehow. I don't know how, but very faintly, I just said, Down to go get pop, listen to... And everyone's like slowly getting their lighters out, and they're just like, oh my God, this pandemic was horrible. 